0: love talk radio greetings listeners and thank you for joining the free ministries mc live we are so glad that you have decided to tune into our show on tonight it is always such a privilege to share the word of the lord with you to speak what the lord is saying to pray for whatever needs are on our hearts or whatever needs we feel the Lord is leading us to pray for. And so we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you listening in. We also appreciate you listening in, even if you're not live, just listening in to a replay of the show. So thank you, everyone, for joining us on tonight. We are going to dive right into our lesson. Our topic tonight is prayer an instrument of faith and a weapon of warfare. So, Lordy, I think I've said it a few times this year on the show, but it is a praying time. There is so much happening in our world today. There is so much going on with the citizens in our world today, just thinking about the incident that happened in Las Vegas, thinking about the incident that just happened in New York, the incident that just happened at the Walmart, please forgive me for not remembering what state it was in. And so just people are making choices that are affecting the lives of others, unhealthy choices, and it's affecting the lives of other people. People have lost their lives. There have been others that were injured or hurt, by these incidents, by these shootings that have happened. And and it's just an unfortunate set of events. We thank God for those who made it through. We thank God for the survivors of these events. But we, we also have to acknowledge the family members that uh, yet remain from the victims who passed away. And so... It's just a praying time. We have a lot going on with our president and some of the decisions that he is making for our world. You know, healthcare is one of the uh, um, I hate to call it the issue, but really one of the issues that is is our government is working on right now. And our uh, tax reform is another um, area that our. Uh, president and his cabinet and House House of Representatives, the Senate, are working on. And it's just a praying time. It's just a time for us to intercede for our county officials, our state officials, and definitely our national officials. So having a teaching on prayer, to me, is always in order. (laughs) To me, it's always a praying time. (laughs) It's always time to pray for what is going on in our world today. So I just looked up the Walmart incident. It happened in Colorado. And so our heart and our prayers go to the survivors of that incident. So, yes, it's it's always a praying time, let me tell you, let me tell you. And so prayer as an instrument of faith. I'm curious to know what does faith mean to you, just some things for you to ponder. What does the Bible say about faith? How does prayer and faith work together? And then how is prayer an instrument of faith? Well, we understand one of the main prayer scriptures in the Holy Bible is Hebrews uh, chapter 11 in verse 1. And as you know, our Bible scholars and those who know Hebrews 11 gives us several verses actually the entire chapter is about faith the faith of the patriarchs of old but hebrews 11 and 1 specifically says now faith this is the amplified version now faith is the substance or excuse me i forgot i'm reading the amplified version now faith is the assurance in parentheses it says the confirmation the title deed Of the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conviction of their reality. Faith perceiving as real fact what is not revealed by the senses. I love this particular verse in the Amplified Version, in particular because it talks about Faith being the confirmation or the title deed to what we are believing God for. Amen. I love that. In other words, my faith tells me that what I've been asking God for, what I'm believing for, what I'm praying for, according to God's will, it's already mine. It may not have manifested itself yet to me in the natural with my where my eyes can see it and my hands can touch it and I can physically experience it. So it hasn't like dropped down on me yet. But I'm telling you it's coming because my faith is what confirms what I'm believing God for. Ah, that's awesome to me. It is a title D. Y'all know how it is when you get a title D to your car, a title D to your house, or a title D to a building or your church. You get that title D that means that thing is paid for. That thing is yours. Can't nobody take it from you. Good dues, you know, everything is settled. It is yours. It's in your hand. That's how our faith is. It is a title deed to what we are believing God for. It, it is as if, even though we might can't see it. Our faith says it is already here. It's already mine. It's already available to me. I can go ahead and start planning for the house I'm believing God for. I can go ahead and start thinking about what color car I want. I can go ahead and, and take claim to that building that I'm believing God for, my, my ministry or for my business. I can go ahead and say, God, that, um, oh, I can't say that, woo, but that thing is already mine because my faith, my faith. Says is mine. Hallelujah. That's good, isn't it? That our faith is a title deed to what we are believing God for. Amen. Hebrews 11 and 6 also says, without faith, it is impossible to please God, because he that comes to him must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That's the King James Version. So our faith. God in our lives. Yes, it does. Our faith activates God in our lives. When we have faith for what we're praying for, it pleases God. It satisfies God. It causes God to stand up from his throne and release that thing that we're praying for, whether it's something for ourselves, whether we are interceding for someone else, whether we're interceding for a, for a country, for a group of people, for the survivors of all of the um, the the events that have happened with all the different shootings, whatever we're believing, you know, God to heal them, God to deliver them, God to give them comfort, God to give them peace, whatever we're believing for, God will grant that thing, hallelujah, because our faith pleases him, and we must have faith when we pray. Ain't no need to pray for something you're not believing for. If you're not believing for it, don't even waste your time praying. We need to believe, have faith, and trust. That God will do what it is we are praying for, whatever it is that we are asking Him for. Let's Hallelujah. Look, my phone done cut off. The enemy must don't want me to get this word out because my, my phone has cut off. So I apologize for my phone cutting off, having the technical difficulties that we sometimes have with modern technology. So I apologize for that, but I'm going to get this word out in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So our faith, when we pray, it activates God. It activates the thing that we are believing God for, and it activates God to perform it according to his will. Prayer is a vehicle by which our faith operates. We cannot pray without faith. We must have faith to pray. And let me tell you something. You are the instrument that the Lord wants to use to accomplish his will on the earth. And God accomplishes his will on the earth through prayer hallelujah god releases a word to the intercessors to the prayers and we can pray god's will we begin to intercede by the spirit of god we we begin to pray according to what we hear, our spirit praying, and it releases what God wants to do upon the earth. Hallelujah. It releases God's very will into the atmosphere. So God uses us as a vehicle to accomplish his will on the earth, and he does that through prayer. At least one way he does that is through prayer. So let's talk about why, why in the world do we pray besides accomplishing God's will? Besides um, releasing what the Lord is saying, why do we pray? We pray to build and maintain a solid relationship with God. And in that maintaining that relationship with God – we must be open. When we pray, we must be open to what God is saying. We must be open to release our sins to the Lord, to confess our sins. We must be open to cast our care upon him. We must be open to lay down our burdens. We must be open that God can speak through us as we pray, that God can release his will to us, and we pray that will. Through our mouths, releasing the word of God into the atmosphere and over the earth. Amen. So, openness is a state that permits access and entrance to God's will flowing through us amen I already told you that you're the vehicle we are the vehicles by which God releases his will on the earth so our prayer that openness during our prayer time it permits access to God upon the earth from heaven to earth God is releasing himself upon the earth in our prayer but it also is an exit can be closed if our heart is closed in prayer there's no way that God can freely flow through us so we must be open if we're closed there is no way that God can release his will upon the earth through us so we must be open we must and if you are not open if you are closed if if you feel like your heart or your channel between you and God is clogged up or it's covered or it's shut begin to intercede for yourself ask God to allow you to release any unforgiveness. Ask God, allow you to release any fear or worry or anxiety. Ask God to deliver you from whatever you're holding on to. Ask God to heal you from whatever manner of sickness and disease is preventing you from being open. Pray. God will rescue you. God will come to your, come on your behalf and open you up so that he can freely flow through you. accomplish his will so in order to build and maintain that relationship with the Lord through prayer we must be open also we've got to be honest y'all we must look God already knows every single thing there is to know about you he knows your heart he knows your thoughts he knows your desires he knows the things you like the things that you don't like he knows your 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 deepest dreams that you haven't revealed to anybody those things that you really want to do, but maybe you're not sure if you can or maybe you don't have the resources right now to do it. God knows everything about us. He knows the very numbers of hair on our head. He knows everything there is to know, so why not be honest with God? Why not? Tell God what we're struggling with, what we're going through, what we're dealing with, the issues that we're having, the successes that we're having, the good things that are going on in our lives, the new relationships that are happening in our lives. Why not tell God about it? He already knows about it. And some of those things he's orchestrated. So he knows well and very well. So be honest with God. Honesty brings forth a freedom from deceit and fraud. Honorable. Honesty lets God know that you are trustworthy, and he can reveal his heart to you, and he can release details about people's lives to you so that you can pray. He can do that when you are honest. God sees the sincerity of your heart when you are honest. He knows that you are a truthful person. He knows that you are a person of integrity when you are honest with him. Also when you are honest with other people. So God is commissioning us to be honest and to be open. Amen. When God when you do that, God can trust you. He can reveal himself to you. He can share things with you about people and about countries and about nations and about different things that are going on in our world. He can reveal himself to you when you are open and honest with him. Another uh, reason why we pray is to accomplish God's will upon the earth. And we've already talked a little bit about that. God releases his will through us upon the earth through prayer. At least that's one way that God releases his will upon the earth is through us in prayer. Another reason why we pray is to be a partaker of God, (laughs) to simply partake of God's goodness. When we pray, we can cast our care upon the Lord. We can lay down our burdens. We can confess our sins and, and just release those our hindrances, and those things that are weighing us down, we can release those things to God. And in exchange, we can be a partaker of God's joy and of God's peace and his love and his goodness and his gentleness and his care for us and his his wonderfulness towards us. We can be partakers of all that God is in prayer. Release us. Give us God. Release us. God flows in us. You know, it's that even exchange taking place of us getting out the junk and the gook and putting putting within us the purity of God. Amen. The purity, the holiness of God. So prayer allows us to be a partaker of the very heart and essence of who God is. God also allows us in prayer to be a conduit, a conduit of who he is. Sometimes I I was um, at school, at school I used to work at, And I was walking my students to the cafeteria for lunch, and another teacher was walking the opposite way, taking her class back to her classroom. And she stopped me, and she said, we need to pray right now. We locked hands, and I began to pray for her right then and there, you know, right in the hallways of the school. God allowed me to be a conduit, to pray his will upon the earth. For my sister and for my colleague, and so sometimes God would allow us to to connect with people while we're out and about at the grocery store at the mall. Uh, at Target, uh, you know, at, on our job, wherever we may be at the community meeting, God allows us to connect with people and be a conduit for his love and his grace and his peace to flow to that person directly right then and right there. We may lock hands with them. We may touch them on the shoulder. We may lay hands on their forehead. We may just connect with them in some way and release God to them right then. So prayer allows us to be that conduit, not just in our individual prayer time, not just when we're we're in our prayer closet and it's with us and God, but God allows us to pray for other people right then and there so that they can be blessed, so that they can receive what it is that they need from the Lord. So we pray to build and maintain a solid relationship with God. We pray to accomplish God's will upon the earth. We pray to be a partaker of the very heart and essence of who God is. And we pray to be a conduit of God's um, love and his peace and his joy, his heart, to flow freely to those we are connected with. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. And I want to just read what I wrote here. Um, about uh, the divine exchange, because there's that divine exchange that I was talking about with us being a partaker of God. So an exchange is the evidence of mourning with the evidence of rejoicing. In other words, joy, uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. In the morning, there is evidence of rejoicing when we pray because we know that God has heard our prayers and God will be faithful to answer those prayers according to his will. We must understand that in prayer, whatever we have, whatever we are, whatever we lack, anything within us, we have a Savior that we can go to to exchange our burdens to him, and he, in turn, will give us everything that we need in order to accomplish his will. Everything that pertaineth unto life and godliness, God will give it to us in prayer. So also think about this. As we think about prayer, think about this. Breathing is a natural process. Like, we breathe involuntarily. As long as we are, you know, living upon the earth, we're breathing involuntarily. It is a natural process that God has ordained for our body for us to take in oxygen and us to release carbon dioxide. carbon dioxide. So we take in oxygen, we release carbon dioxide. That's a natural process. That's how the divine exchange works. When we are in prayer, when we are interceding for other people, when we are interceding for ourselves, that exchange is taking place. It's a natural spiritual process. As long as we remain open and honest with God, as long as we surrender ourselves to God in prayer, that natural process of the divine exchange is taking place within our lives that H that O2 is coming in that H2O is I mean that CO2 is going out. Amen. I love it. I love it. So when we and let me give you a few examples so that you'll fully understand what it is I'm I'm teaching to you. So when we allow that uh, ourselves to be a partaker of God and allow that divine exchange to take place where we might have bitterness and jealousy within us because maybe someone got a promotion that we felt like we deserved or maybe somebody got the man we wanted or the woman that we wanted. When we uh, participate in the divine exchange, we can release that jealousy And release that bitterness and take on God's forgiveness for ourselves and for others. If there is any envy or strife, we can release that to the Lord in the divine exchange and take on his love. Amen. When there is worry or anxiety present within us in the divine exchange, we can release that worry and anxiety and take on God's peace. Hallelujah. Where there may be fear fear and doubt, we can release that and take on faith. Hallelujah. So it behooves us to surrender ourselves in prayer so that we can experience the power and the freedom of the divine exchange. Yes, that is another reason why we pray to participate in the divine exchange. There is such freedom in prayer. There is such power in prayer there's such anointing in prayer there's such a refreshing that comes when we pray glory to God God releases that freedom in us he releases a completeness a wholeness of himself with within us when we pray i I love that thank you God thank you for sharing that that you release your wholeness, your healing, your your completeness in us. When we pray, we don't have to remain broken. We don't have to remain fractured or fragmented. We can receive wholeness from the divine exchange in our prayer. I look, God, thank you. Hallelujah. Make us whole even now, God. Make us whole in the broken areas in our lives, the fragmented areas in our lives. Jesus, make us whole. Make us Complete us in you, Lord God, who was the hand of all principality and power. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. God, help us to release everything that is not like you. God, help us to release unforgiveness, God. Help us to release fear and anxiety and worry. God. Help us to release envy and strife. Hallelujah. God, help us to release fear. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Any division within us. Help us to release it, Lord. Help us to release it, Lord. God. Hallelujah. Glory to God and give us your love. God, give us your peace. Give us your joy. Hallelujah. Let forgiveness flow through us. Hallelujah. Let your joy flow. Let your joy flow. Let your joy flow. Glory to God. Let your freedom flow. Hallelujah. Let your healing flow. Let your healing flow. Let your healing flow. Let your healing flow. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. God, help us to surrender. To the divine exchange taking place within our heart, Lord God. Taking place within our, hallelujah, thank you. Taking place within our life right now, God. Hallelujah. We surrender to the change, Jesus. We surrender to the newness of life, Lord God. We surrender, Jesus, to the deliverance. We surrender to the healing, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, oh, our soul says, Yes, hallelujah. Oh, our soul says, Yes, Lord. Our heart says, Yes, Lord, Our mind says, Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Oh, we surrender our all to you, Lord. We surrender our will to you, Lord, We surrender our plans, Lord, We surrender ourselves to you now. We surrender our thought life to the Lord. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Oh, have your way, have your way, have your way. Do the work within us that needs to be done. Hallelujah. Hey, God, do the work. Hallelujah. Do the work within us, Jesus. Hallelujah. The rearranging, Father God, do the work. Hey, God, for making things upright, God, for things that are upside down or topsy-turvy or leaning over. God, thank you for making those things within us upright so that we will be in right standing with you, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. For turning some things around, for changing some things, for positioning us in Some areas that we need to be positioned For positioning some things within us That need to be positioned God, thank you Thank you, Lord God Thank you that you're a way maker That you're a strong child We can run into you in our faith Hallelujah Thank you that you are a protector Hallelujah That you are our keeper, our sustainer, our provider. Yes, you are our righteousness, Lord. And I thank you. I thank you. I bless you. I honor you, Lord God. Thank you for all that you're doing for us. Thank you for all that you're doing through us. Thank you for all that you're doing in us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for completing the work that you have begun in us. And I pray that we stay on the potter's wheel. For we are the clay, God. You are the potter. Help us to stay on the potter's wheel, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I thank you, Lord God, for, for making us, for shaping us, for molding us, for making us to look just like you. God for taking us to the fire so when we come out we are like pure go. Hallelujah. Yes, Jesus, keep us in the fire, God so that all the impurities will rise to the top, so that you can skim off those impurities, Lord God. And so we come out looking just like you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you. God, I pray for the survivors of the Walmart incident in Colorado. I pray that you continue to bless and heal the survivors of the Las Vegas uh, shooting. God, I pray that you will continue to bless the survivors of the New York attacks, Father God, from from these three incidents, the the families of the people that passed away, the people that lost their lives during these incidents, I pray that you bless their families, Father God, that you will strengthen their families, that you will bring comfort to their families, Father God, that you will bring peace to their families, Father God, hallelujah, that you will bless them, Lord God, I pray that they be comforted in the name of Jesus. God, you are the God of all comfort. So I pray, God, that you will comfort them. God, I pray that you will send your angels to watch over these family members, God, children, spouses, parents, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, and nephews. Bless the family members, Lord God. Help them to draw strength from each other and help them to draw strength from you, Lord God. I pray in Jesus' name. God, I thank you that you are God, and beside you there is none other. That you are the truly living God. That you are in control. That nothing happens without your say, and nothing will be uh, that uh, nothing will move without your permission. God, I thank you that you are God, and you are in control. That you are in charge. I bless you. I honor you, God. I give you glory, and I thank you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you Jesus Our Listeners, thank you so much for joining me tonight My time is up I did have more lessons to teach But sometimes God takes us a different way And that different way is his way Thank you God for taking us your way Thank you Lord God And So listeners, thank you so much for joining me tonight Thank you for listening in Thank you for uh, listening to the rebroadcast Or not the rebroadcast But listening at a later time I just appreciate you, the listener, and I pray God's special blessing upon you and your family. I pray that God will grant your desires according to his will and his plans for your life. And I pray that you will be in the center of God's holy will in Jesus' name. So if you want to know more about Be Free Ministries, visit us on our website at weekly com, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BeFree Ministries NC. I don't have any upcoming events right now, but I do encourage you to join us next week on Thursday at six o'clock PM. We will continue this series of prayer, an instrument of faith and a weapon of warfare. Amen. Amen. Look, if nobody has told you that they love you today, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries signing off.